Good morning, everybody. As we start this new series, The Art of Neighboring, I would just like to encourage you from, honestly, one of my favorite pieces of scripture. But before I read the scripture to you, I'm just going to share a quick testimony. About two or three weeks ago, we were sitting around the dinner table and I looked at my children and I said, guys, if anything ever happens to dad or myself, there's only one thing I want you to remember. Obviously, other than everything else we've, we've imparted into your lives over the years, this is what I want you to remember. And I looked at them in their eyes and I said, I want you to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. And I want you to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And then Rick added and said, guys, and I want to add another point. Choose your spouse wisely. Choose somebody that's going to love the Lord with all of their hearts, with all of their soul, with all of their mind, and with all of their strength and it will go well with you. So I must say this portion of scripture is actually one that is very close to our hearts as a family. So I'm going to read it to you right now from Matthew 22, verse 34 to 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. And you know that when you read it in the word, that portion of scripture actually has as a heading, the greatest commandment. And I just want to read one line of that scripture to you from the Passion Translation. Verse 37, it says, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being and with every thought that is in within, that is within you. Isn't that incredible? To love the Lord with, with all the energy of your being. And that is what I wanted them to know and I want them to know for the rest of their lives. And as we go into this new series, I'd like to look at the heart of this commandment and which is actually, as I've mentioned already, known as the greatest commandment. And you know, whenever I want to know how to do something really well, I consult the Word of God. And I look to Jesus, who is our greatest example. So when I looked at the scripture, I was saying, you know, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you mean when you say, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and then love my neighbor as I love myself? And I was reminded of John 3 verse 16, and we all are very familiar with that scripture. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And you know, the word love in the scripture, for God so loved the world, it speaks about an agape kind of love. It's an unconditional love. But what stood out for me as I was praying um, into this whole topic was the portion of scripture that says, he gave his only son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And that is love in action right there. It's a verb. And I was saying, Lord, I want to learn how to love like this. I want to, I want to know what it means to love unconditionally the way that you love us. And so as we speak about um, the heart of this command, I want you to keep that in the back of your minds. Now, you might be asking yourself the question, well, who exactly is my neighbor? And yes, your neighbor is possibly the person that lives right next door to you. Absolutely. But it's, that's not, I believe, all that the Bible is speaking about in this particular um, portion of scripture. I believe our neighbor is everybody that we come into contact with. 
But let's just go back to our, our actual neighbors, the people that we live next door to. How can we love those people in a practical way? Love in action. So I'm just reminded of what we've done with our neighbors. So when we were still living in our house, um, there was a time when one of our neighbors went away on holiday and we were able to um, look after their home for them, feed their pets, water their plants. That's one way. Another way was um, my other neighbor sadly lost her mom and I was able to just take her a bunch of flowers and just go love her and um, just minister to her a little bit. The other neighbor, when they went on holiday, um, a car drove into their, their um, the fence around their property and we were able to be the middleman, you know, for insurance purposes, take photographs and just be there because they couldn't be there. That's all loving in action. So yes, your neighbor, the person right next door to you, we should actually introduce ourselves to our neighbors so that we can be um, there for them should they need us for anything. But our neighbors are the people that we come into contact with on a daily basis. Now you might be wondering why we're sitting here at Beaumont Primary, you can see the school in the background. And that's because I consider this my community as well. We've been at Beaumont Primary now for 12 years. Um, since Josh was in grade one and he's now in grade 12, Joel is currently in grade seven here at Beaumont. And I'll never forget when I arrived here, when Josh was in grade one. When I arrived here at Beaumont Primary, I clearly felt the Lord say, now you serve. And once again, when I want to know how to do something really well, I consult the word of God. And once again, Jesus is the greatest example of somebody who came to serve. He didn't come to be served, but he came to serve. And you know, the ironic thing is, Beaumont Primary, the school motto here at the school is at prosim, which means in order to serve. So I knew that the Lord had called me to serve here at the school. And so I did. I remember going to my first fundraising committee meeting and um, I've literally been on that committee for 12 years now. We've served in practical ways. We served at sports days, at cake sales. We've served on the fundraising committee. And as a result, doors have opened for us to be able to minister to the people that are in the school, whether it be parents, pupils, staff members. However the Lord has needed us and wanted us to serve, we've done so but it started off with serving, a practical way, love in action. And this is what I believe the scripture is speaking about. It's love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and love those people that you come into contact with. Be deliberate in loving the people that God has placed in your life. Now this, yes, I see this as my community because this is where my children have gone to school and we've been able to serve here for the past 12 years. But my question to you is, where are your areas of influence? Who are the people that you come into contact with? Think about the schools that your children are at, perhaps your business, your place of work, the area that, your areas of influence, that is where the Lord wants to use you in a powerful way. And I'm reminded of the scripture in John 13 verse 34. It says, a new commandment I give unto you, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, that you would love one another as I have loved you by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. And once again, we can clearly see right here in scripture that the Lord is saying, love one another. It's practical, it's intentional. And when we love people intentionally, other people look at us and say, wow, there's something different about them. And that something different is Jesus. So could I just encourage you to take a moment now and to think, who is my neighbor? Who are the people that I come into contact with on a daily basis that I can encourage? Perhaps it's the person at your local pharmacy. Perhaps it's the coffee shop that you visit often. Perhaps it's 
the petrol attendant. You know, we know our petrol attendants by name. Um, they know our children. And it's really amazing when you can remember to call somebody by their name. I'm also just reminded of a, of a time when um, I went to the dentist and um, I'd met the assistant and um, was given her English name. But while the dentist was working on my mouth, and I obviously know the dentist well, um, I remember asking the Lord, I remember saying, Lord, what is her Tlosa name? Because I just knew that if I could call her by her Tlosa name, it would get her attention. And you know, while I was lying there, the Lord gave me her name. And then afterwards, um, when the dentist was finished, I looked at her and I said to her, is your name Bootle? And she looked at me quite surprised and her name was Bootle. I mean, I was surprised too. I was like, wow, God, you're so amazing. And you know, I could encourage her heart in the Lord, but for her to know that the Lord knows her by name. So in that moment, I realized that calling people by their names is such a powerful thing. So what I actually do now is I write people's names down. So you may see on my phone, I've got a little notepad. And if, if I go to a place and I, I perhaps think I'm going to forget somebody's name, because I, I honestly, I think we do have a name limit. And um, on my phone, I have, you know, Rhenish, Rhenish Girls High Security Guard, Beaumont Primary Security Guard, Paul Riss Security Guard. So that when I go into the school, I can greet the security guards by name. It's so important. You know, speaking about our neighbors, we don't have official neighbors at the moment because we are in between homes. Um, we had to evacuate our home in July due to a very big storm we had here in Somerset West. And at the time, I didn't quite understand why it was all happening. And let me just say, we experienced intentional community that evening. We had friends arrive to help us move our family and our animals um, uh, literally to a guest house. Friends arrived, gave us their guest house keys and said, you can go stay there. And um, when we moved to Gordons Bay, I didn't quite understand why we were there. We now all of a sudden removed out of the community that we used to being around. And I got to meet the ladies that clean the guest house and I really got to know them quite well. And when we left Gordons Bay, you know, the Lord had placed such a love in my heart that I actually went back to Gordons Bay to have coffee with them and just to encourage their hearts. And it was in that time where one of the ladies actually lost a family member and I just know that the Lord placed me there for a reason. And you know that our lives might be the only Bible that somebody ever gets to read. You know, we can literally be the hands and feet of Jesus. And just like Isaiah, our heart's prayer needs to be, Lord, here I am, use me. How do you want to use me? Here I am. And then we moved from Gordon's Bay. We went to Bizweni here in Somerset West. and. Um, but to be honest, even though we were still in Somerset West, I felt like we had moved to a completely new community because everything was, was unfamiliar. I was shopping at a different spa, at a different checkers and pick and pay. But in that moment, I felt the Lord say, take this opportunity to meet somebody new, which we then did. And it was amazing. So the Lord has, has really spoken to me about getting out of my comfort zone and, and really allowing him to use me with everybody that I come into contact with. Because often we get, we almost get comfortable with where we're at. And I really just feel like the Lord's wanting to stir all of us to, to step out of our comfort zones and to be His hands and feet to every single person that we come into contact with. And also just to add that once we were in Bizweni, I really just saw the Lord's hand there once again. One of Joel's school friends, mom had a major operation. And because we were in that neighborhood, we were able to drive him to and from school. So God knows exactly what he's doing. We are back in Gordon's Bay at the moment. And I was like, wow, Lord, we're back here. 
What do you want to do now? And just yesterday, I met neighbors um, that weren't there previously, and I can just see a significant um, a relationship there. So may we be open to how the Lord wants to use us in a powerful way. May we be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I just want to say, you know, when I'm having a down day, I often say to the Lord, Lord, who is it that you want to encourage? Because I will say this and I will say this confidently. The enemy does not want you to love your neighbor. The enemy doesn't want you to reach the people around you and love on them intentionally. Why? Because he knows that that in itself will testify that we are disciples of Jesus. So when I'm having a down day, I say to the Lord, Lord, who do you want me to, who do you want me to encourage? And he'll show me and I'll, I'll either send them a WhatsApp message or maybe the Lord will impress on your heart. If that's the prayer you pray, maybe he'll impress on your heart to drop off a bunch of flowers or maybe to drop off a meal. And I'm just reminded of a time where I've got so many of these awesome testimonies of how um, our community have just loved on us intentionally. But I had a time where um, Lucy then were having a, a family meal and um, their parents had sent um, uh, um, food via Woolworths to them and she had mentioned to us how, how blessed they felt because their family had, had sent a meal. And I remember praying, and I didn't tell anybody this, but I remember praying saying, wow, Lord, they're so blessed. They're so blessed to have family here to, to be able to do that for them. Do you know that that same day, literally, there was a, our doorbell rang. I almost said there was a knock on our door. I can't remember if it was a knock or a doorbell. And there, Verna was at the door with freshly baked bread and a whole lot of fresh, fresh produce from the Cleggs um, who just wanted to bless us. And in that moment, the Lord said to me, you do have family. And I just want to say, guys, we are so blessed with our church community. We are family. May we continue to love intentionally because I know many of us already do that, loving intentionally, making a meal. We have received such love from people in this time um, that we've been moving house, people making meals for us and um, just coming alongside us in practical ways. That is what intentional community is all about. It's about being the hands and feet of Jesus. Do you know that when we moved out of our Airbnb, also organized through somebody in our church community, just amazing. You know that my friends arrived that evening with vacuum cleaners and cleaning products to help me clean because that's what we do. We love intentionally. So I just want to encourage you to ask the Lord, Lord, who is it that you want me to encourage? Who are my neighbors? Where is my place of influence? Perhaps, perhaps you're going on a business trip. Ask the Lord, Lord, who is it that you want me to encourage? Who do you want me to love while I'm on this business trip? Perhaps you go on holiday. There might be somebody at that holiday des destination that needs to be encouraged, and you're the person that needs to do that. So may we love the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with every fiber of our being, because I can tell you that when we love Jesus, guys, Loving the people that we come into contact with is going to be so natural. It's going to be an overflow of our relationship with Jesus. Yes, this is my community, Beaumont Primary. What is your community? Maybe your children's school, as I've already mentioned, your places of, your places of influence. That is your community. And you're going to see over these next couple of weeks, we're going to be recording at different destinations. And that's because we want to encourage you to love the people that God places in your life. So on that note, I'm going to ask us if we can just pray so we can ask the Lord to help us be His hands and to be His feet. Can we pray together? Father, I just want to thank you for everybody that's hearing this word today. Lord, I, 
I'm already so blessed by our community because I know so many already love in such a powerful, amazing way. Father, could I ask you to help us out of our comfort zones? Lord, won't you stir something in our hearts to love more, to love unconditionally and to love in action? Father, you know exactly who needs, needs to be encouraged today, whether it's our next door neighbor, whether it's people we come into contact with at our places of influence. Won't you show us today who you want us to love intentionally? Father, just as Isaiah prayed, we say, here we are, Lord, use us. May we be your hands and your feet, Jesus. I ask us in your name. Amen. Okay, guys, it was amazing being able to encourage you and I trust that in this week, the Lord's going to impress on your hearts who he wants you to encourage. God bless.